the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. podcast hosted by the women of 104.1 The Fish and 93.9 KPDQ. I'm Kat Taylor along with Crystal Thornton and Georgine Rice. Hi ladies. Hello. (laughs) I had to laugh because here we are leading up to Thanksgiving and I remember recording a podcast back in March or April and we were talking about how we were going to celebrate Easter in the midst of quarantine and how we're still trying to make it special and here we are doing the same for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, wow. It's amazing. But you know what? We're going to make it and we're going to get through it. And I try to look at the positive side of what has transpired in the midst of this pandemic. It has allowed people to do things that they would normally not do. Zoom calls. I know some people are tired of them, but man, it's allowed us to be able to see family, friends. I started a Zoom meeting once a month with cousins on my father's side of the family, just to kind of just reconnect. We're all older, we're busy, we do our own things, and we all live in different parts of the country. And so this is a way we've been able to kind of come together. And I think with, had the pandemic not happened, you know, we would have gone on with our lives and probably said, oh, I'm too tired. I get home. You don't want to do anything. So now I think it's just really allowed us to really realize the things that are important in our lives, Mm -hmm. which is what Thanksgiving is all about. Absolutely. And it's funny that you talk about the Zoom and the difference that is made. I mean, I went to a Zoom wedding uh, and also a Zoom memorial service for a good um, friend of mine, his mom. And it was so special, though, because each person really got their moment to to talk and share. And um, I found the same with the wedding. Everybody was able to have their moment. And you you almost felt more connected in that setting than in a big space with a bunch of people with one person talking. Thanksgiving is the first cousin of gratitude. And I think all of us are beginning to really realize the things that we are grateful for. You know, when they had the flu pandemic 100 years ago, they didn't have the opportunity to connect as we do. Mm. So I'm grateful for the technology as annoying and challenging as it can be, that it can still keep us connected uh, in ways that, you know, historically weren't possible. So true. And I was going to say, you know, I had a Zoom birthday party and people across the country were on that Zoom Mm -hmm. and had it been like a regular birthday party, many of them wouldn't have been able to attend. So yeah. yeah. Um, And you know, Thanksgiving with all of us having to quarantine, maybe that's the answer so that we can connect with our family and friends if we don't have the ability to travel or if that's just not possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and Zoom is waiving that 40-minute time limit on Thanksgiving Day, so people can be with their family as long as they want. All day long. All day long. All day long. (laughs) Just set them up as you're doing all the cooking and the cleaning, because that's when you get all your visiting in anyway. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. You, you, You brought up my favorite subject. 
of course, the food. Mm. Um, for me, you all know that I love doing the cornbread sausage apple dressing stuffing. Mm. Is you- there a... <laughs> I just remember you posted that recipe last year and I thought, oh, I've got to try that. But I've never had my own Thanksgiving to do it. So maybe this is the year. (laughs) This might be the year. Is there a specific dish that is absolutely key to making your Thanksgiving? Georgina, I know you can cook. You know, I can cook, but I have to say that I am a Thanksgiving purist. I want the traditional meal. I don't want any any extras. I want it to be just as it was in my mind when the pilgrim sat down and had that. <laughs> I don't want my cranberry sauce messed with. I don't want orange in it. I just want cranberry sauce. I want a traditional dressing. I want all the the dark and the white meat that I can get. So I, I'm not your gourmet Thanksgiving cook. I want it all straight up traditional. I'm not so, mad at you. I love it. <laughs> It is my favorite all-time meal, Thanksgiving, that combination of foods. Oh, okay. But you have had my, my cornbread stuffing, have you not? I have not. Okay. Well, we're going to make sure that that happens. I don't know how. Maybe it'll be next year. But you are going to try <laughs> Whatever you can do. <laughs> But I, I usually replicate what I grew up with, which, uh, you know, with my mom, it was just a basic cornbread stuffing. You get the breadcrumbs and um, you, you put in the, the celery and the onions and, and pretty basic. Mm-hmm. And then the sweet potato pie, which growing up in Texas and then coming up here, my husband's sweet potatoes are much different than my sweet potatoes. And we've kind of been going back and forth on whose sweet potatoes are going to make it to the table this year. Okay. Um, sweet potato pumpkin pie. You're from the South, sweet potato, pumpkin pie. Is there a difference and which is better? Yes, there is a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. There is a difference. Um, sweet potatoes, obviously, to me, is my favorite. Yeah. Along with pumpkin pie, it's not as sweet. And obviously, you're using pumpkin versus sweet potato. So there, there you go. go. And the marshmallows on top with the, the crusted marshmallows. Yes. and. Ooh. Yeah, my husband does the sliced sweet potatoes with the apples mixed in, which is kind of a Northwest Ooh. thing, I think. So, yeah. never tried that. That mm. sounds something else that's happening this year. Uh, I don't know if you've done it yet. I was thinking about doing it uh, today. We'll see what happens. Um, people are putting their Christmas trees up early just to get them in a good mood. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that something that you all are totally for, or you're like after Thanksgiving? Get excited. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's definitely after Thanksgiving, but I applaud anybody who is doing what they need to do to stay joyful during this very difficult time. And this has been a rough season. The pandemic is only part of what has challenged all of us. So if you need to put your Christmas lights up and your Christmas tree up, go for it. For me, it's going to be the day after Thanksgiving, which I've never been able to do because I've always been a part of the Portland Singing Christmas Tree. Well, this year we're doing something a little different, and I'm free that weekend following Thanksgiving. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do with myself. (laughs) Christmas decorations up the day after. How about you, Kat? Yeah, that's what we usually do. Um, But we have, in fact, last weekend, my youngest daughter was like, let's go all out. Let's get all the Christmas decorations. So my husband loaded them down from the garage and we've started to trickle things here and there. So we have our stockings up and uh, a few bits and pieces, but we probably won't go full on um, until after Thanksgiving. But yeah, I'm the same way, Georgine. If it brings you joy, if it makes you happy, hey, go for it. And (laughs) I've seen several houses with their lights up and it does, you see it and you get excited and you're like, all right, you know, there's so much to look forward to. And it's just kind of that reminder of the hope we have and, and what's to come and so, yes. yeah. Yes. Well, I'm definitely praying for all of those who are going to be working in the hospitals during this, this season. Um, and for those family members who are 
personally affected by COVID-19 or any illness for that matter. Uh, This is a tough time for all of us, but I believe it's brought our world so close, uh, much closer together than ever before. And uh, one thing is for certain, it is a great time to really think about the things that we're grateful for, our health, our family, our friends, um, and just having the opportunity to share, you know, what, what is good in, in our life and how we move forward from this moment forward. You know, thinking about sometimes Thanksgiving gatherings or Christmas gatherings can put a real strain on a family. And yeah. I think because we have been forced to separate from one another, we might learn to appreciate those connections more than we might have if this was just another Thanksgiving uh, time to get together with Uncle George who sits on the couch and belches through the meal. (laughs) Maybe this year we're going to look at each other a little bit different and appreciate, you know, we are family. There is a connection that's designed by God that links us together. And I think you're right, Crystal. This is an opportunity for us to really dig deeper and look at the things that we're most grateful for. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, a reset. You know, the holidays can be such a stressful time when you're trying to make it to every Christmas party and every Christmas mm-hmm. event. And it's almost like, did I enjoy the holidays? And I feel like this year with a lot of that stuff not happening, it forces you to slow down and really just take stock of, of your immediate family and, and your, your extended family as well. But you're not being pulled thin, you know, trying to do everything. It's almost making you slow down. Yeah, absolutely. Grateful for that. (laughs) Well, I don't know about you, Georgine, but I feel busier than ever working from home. (laughs) That is true. I actually do too. And then doing Zoom events and things that are, uh, you don't go to them, but they're sort of coming to you. So there's, there's a lot going on. So it's a challenge to balance all of that out. How are you all handling Christmas shopping? You know, um, it's going to be a challenge with the new directives. Uh, how many people can be in a store? Are you exchanging gifts in the same way that you have in the past? Or um, has that changed for you as well? Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> Zon, uh, let's see, uh, Nordstrom's, Neiman's, what? You, everything's <laughs> online now. Georgine, I'm in so much trouble right now. Oh, my god! I don't need anything for Christmas. Um, but I, I would say that the Postal Service, Amazon, and all those folks are going to be really busy this holiday yeah. season. yeah. There is something exciting, though, about going Christmas shopping. I know my mom and I would, would do that growing up, you know, and you have lunch and then you head out for your second part of the shop, you know. So there is that element that I think will be missed, at least on, on my part. But yeah, a lot of online uh, happening. And as far as exchanging gifts, you know, some friends of mine, we always used to do a white elephant. And we really haven't spoken this year about what we're going to do. So we might have to get creative and do a Zoom white elephant or something. I don't know how that would work, but. <laughs> I, I think that's that. kind of a theme of this season. Get creative. Yeah. Virtually everything we're doing requires a level of creativity that we have not been required to have in the past. So it's a challenge and kind of a delight to be innovative and creative and find fun new ways to do what we traditionally would have done differently. Yeah, absolutely. I think the entertainment industry is doing that too. Um, Even the Macy's parade is still happening. It's just not going to be the big, you know, parade down the streets of New York, but they're still doing a lot of the Broadway performances and the Rockettes are going to be there. So I'm like, yes, I didn't want that to go away too. (laughs) One block radius. That's going to be interesting, but uh, (laughs) it'll be televised. Get excited. Yep. I'll wake up for it and turn it on. (laughs) I mean, some of those uh, inflatables are about one block in size. So it's pretty interesting to see three steps and they're done. I know. Like, (laughs) all right, roll them up. (laughs) Just get in front of the camera. That's all we need. Yeah, exactly. 
the Al Roker will just be interviewing each one that <laughs> kind something, of else, something else I wanted to uh, just bring to the table too is those that are less fortunate. Um, I know a lot of nonprofits are really struggling this year because yeah. I know for Salvation Army, I, I ring the bell every year for the Salvation Army, as I believe both of you do as well. Yes. Uh, thanks to um, me being on the board and making you do it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. But, you know, this year, because of COVID, uh, a lot of the activities, the kickoff was canceled. Um, and so those organizations really still need help to uh, be able to service families in need this holiday season, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, as well as Christmas. So I just encourage you, you know, if you go to our Fish Facebook, not Facebook page, if you go to the fishportland.com, we do have a link where if you want to you know, make that part of your Christmas tradition and helping someone else. You can donate at, at the site there. Um, I, I was sitting there thinking, wow, one of the things I really wanted my son to do this year is to volunteer and serve others for Thanksgiving, but that's not going to happen. Mm. Not this year. And lo- a lot of local food banks and even school districts, I know our school district, the kids are bringing in um, cans and, and dried goods and that sort of thing because it has been such a, a hard year for so many families. They're not getting the donations that they used to. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing to keep in mind is just giving when and you know how you can. Right. Yeah, the needs are still there. They're just, again, creative ways to reach out to our neighbors who are in desperate need. And I'm so grateful for organizations that give us that opportunity. They tell us where the needs are, and then we have an opportunity to address that need. Giving is such an important part of this season. And if we fail to do that because of COVID, we will have failed to experience, I think, the joy of of this season in which we celebrate the greatest gift of all. Oh, wow. Can you say that again? I know. (laughs) That was beautiful. I think that's a good note to end on. (laughs) Well, thank you ladies so much for for hanging out and and joining us. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And thank you for listening today. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Life Inspired Podcast. And I hope you and your family have a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving and start to the holiday season. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.